guys, we're back. It's deconversion therapy. <laughs> this is Bonnie. Therapy. That's Karen making fun. And it's Karen. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of coffee and quite some Ooh. exercise and a shower, so I am ready to go. I wanted to say thank you. You're just you. bragging. I know. Because <laughs> Karen is like, well, I got up. <laughs> no, it might explain you're 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 not listening to your podcast at one point two five speed today if my voice sounds different. Um, oh, but let's see. For the start of things, you guys, if you're if you feel like it, and Karen says to call it an offering, which I think is hilarious, but I don't want anybody who hasn't listened to the podcast to think that that's really what we're calling it. But you can do a little sponsor action for one of our episodes. So today's episode is in honor of James, the book of James. He King. He James. did not die. What? Right. <laughs> he didn't die, though. We want to clarify. It's thank you to. It's thank you to him. Yes. So, um, yeah. If you want to find out, thanks for giving to our Venmo account. Yeah, which is insane that money can transfer that quickly mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, and then at work, I've got people who are like, oh, I'll get to it in a week. I'm like, okay. Um, so James figured out how to do this by going to the information in our show description on the thing that you listen to podcasts on. So all of that information is there, along with other stuff like, you know, where to find us on Instagram and the TikTok and not the Twitter. Oh, um, by the time this comes out, it will be old news, but today I noticed on my phone, Twitter is now just a giant black X. Correct. And um, as of this recording, Elon has put a big X on top of the Twitter thing that glows into the building right next to it. And people are like, was this even approved? Was this coded? Because he just, he just owns everything. Which reminds me, yesterday, my husband and I saw a pink Tesla going down the road. Like yeah. pink, pink. And I'm like, has, has Mary Kay Cosmetics gotten in and now they're giving away Teslas right. to their biggest MLM, multi-level um, marketing sellers? I don't know. Uh, I, I would imagine that some Mary Kay rep could take it upon themselves and go, you know what I'm going to do? That's right. Yeah. And people are like, where'd you get that pink thing? And she says, from my own bad taste. Let me also <laughs> show you the makeup I like. Hola. That means hello in Espanol. And that's just one of the many things that you can learn from our new sponsor, Babbel's app. Before my family went to Europe to see some family recently, we downloaded different apps to learn Italian. And I actually was getting familiar with the accent and the sound of the language and then added in the vocabulary, and it was perfecto. If you've always wanted to learn a language, now is the time. It only takes 15 minutes a day. You can learn Portuguese because that's where we're going to have our cult when it's time. You can learn Turkish because that's where everybody's going to get plastic surgery these days. So in their language, you can say just a little off the top. I'm proof that it's never too late to learn a new language. 
Plus, it's really good for the old, you know, gray matter up there. Our special link for our followers is right there in the show notes. Just click on that. You're ready to go. Arrivederci. Are we ready to get into what we're going to be talking about? I guess so. Before that, I do want to... You... St- <laughs> I no, do, please. It's yeah. your show. Let's, what <laughs> Before do you got? we do that, I do want to throw yeah. out a recommendation for um, the show that I'm watching on Prime, which is Good Omens, and it's Michael Sheen and David Tennant, yeah. and it's quite clever and funny, and Frances McDormand is the narrator, the voice of God. And it's like so, um, angel that's... and demons and all that. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I remember seeing... All the advertisements, but I hadn't seen it much. Yeah, it. I didn't uh, realize I how much look. of the... It, yeah, it really throws in a bunch of references to the end times and Armageddon and the Antichrist. And um, it, and the, <laughs> the crucifixion is portrayed. And I was so excited because they got the nails in the right place. <laughs> like, you know, oh, damn it. Right. If they're going to put the nails in the middle of his palm, this TV show is bullshit. Anyway... Um, so yeah, sorry. <laughs> there is the recommendation because I'm trying to cleanse my palate from the last tango in Halifax, which was just a bunch of people who I don't give a shit about who were awful characters and just uh. kept shitting up and messing up their lives. And I'm like, this TV I'm show is it. just a soap opera. This is just a what bad is going to happen to this person next because of a crappy decision they made. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm cl- trying to cleanse the palate. We don't need to see our life. Um, exactly. I'm, I'm so into documentaries that that's probably what I've been watching or Righteous Gemstones, you know. All those, oh, no, I'm doing Project Runway again. It brings back memories of watching it a long time ago and just creativity, and I love that. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm watching. Is it new, Project Runway, or are you watching yes, old yes. retro? Um, it's all stars. Project Runway, all stars? No, okay. it's not retro, although they brought back some some old designers. But, yeah, that's I just sort of like TV that I don't have to focus, focus. Yeah. Yeah, these old hag designers, no, just earlier ones. Um, But things that I don't have to concentrate on too much, where it's sort of background, sort of interesting, but if I miss a part, I'm not going to. And maybe that's why I haven't been able to focus on secession much, because I keep. I keep getting distracted with other things. I know. Yeah. I, I'm and I'm I, just <laughs> the cool one who doesn't like succession. Oh, I look down on everyone who likes it. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I, uh, I am the exact opposite TV watcher because I have to be sitting there. Everything around me, like, not a distraction so that I can pay attention. And I remember one time I was sitting with somebody who kept talking during a TV show that was amazing, something like Arrested Development. And I was like, these people worked really hard on writing this material. (laughs) You need to pay attention to it. You're not going to understand what happens next. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's different, especially if I'm showing someone a show. Yeah. If they even look down because they're bleeding, right. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see your reaction to everything, and it better be the exact reaction I've assumed you're going to have. That's right. But Okay. Let's get into talking about documentaries. I've been watching lots of YouTube yeah. about this. And a lot of people have been asking, you know, what are you talking about whenever I refer to this? And it made me go, well, let, let's tell you. Let's tell you about how God loves to give people useless things like gold dust. Feathers, angel feathers. Appendixes. Um, I'm sorry. Gemstones and jewels. Uh See, that would be good. The appendixes would be good. But no, this is frivolous um, stuff that you can find at Claire's at the mall. And God just, he's showing people that he cares, that he's there. Say say more about that because it... What is this? Oh, this I will isn't say a an episode about it. <laughs> I will say an episode. <laughs> no, I've been saying that I watched a lot of YouTubes on it to s- research for this. So I will be able to tell you all the things that I know. Okay. Um, and there's a church that's going to sound very familiar, a few of them. But one is Bethel Church. So Bethel mm-hmm. had a... Um, prominent gold dust falling during worship services time in their in their lives and I watched some video on it where uh is it Bill Johnson anyway the pastor of Bethel Church and if I got that wrong just insert the correct thing kept talking (laughs) about how gold dust was appearing so they'd be worshiping And they said it was always sort of late at night, almost after sometimes people were leaving or the hangers on were there. And gold dust would appear in a cloud. And so they started calling it a God cloud. And they even filmed some of it. And it would show up at different times. It wasn't consistent. They couldn't, quote, bring it on. It would just appear. So not during would, the sermon or anything specific? Not specifically at that time. It would be more later near the end of things. And there's a little bit of video that they took of it. Um, and the interesting part is at one point it shows like kids are noticing it, obviously, first, because they're always not paying attention and looking up at the ceiling like I would. (laughs) And so it shows like kids running and looking up at it and sticking out their tongue for it to fall on like snowflakes because they're just like kids. And I'm like, if that is real gold, dead. If that is fake glitter, not good. That cuts up your little intestines and all that fun stuff. So they kept talking about, you know, this God cloud is coming and it's God's manifestation. But before that, at the old Toronto Blessing Church, it's called Toronto Airport Church. And we talked about it because that's that's where um, all the 
laughter came from. Remember yeah. the crazy laughing churches? Yeah. What should we call the church? I don't know. What are we near? An airport? <laughs> oh my God. That's Let's so sad. Do it. There's so many names in the Bible you could just haul out and name the church after. Church or, and of all the verbs. Elevate. Yeah. Rising. Uh, whatever. So in the 1990s, the revival movement known as the Toronto Blessings started having like different manifestations and they had the gold dust and they had the feathers appearing in the church services and it really brought about debate. And this is my favorite part. Either Christians are saying, look at this movement of God that is going from church to church across the globe because it was in Africa, it was in Venezuela, all this the stuff. gold dust. Not at the same time. Gold dust. Or feathers. Okay. Or feathers or gemstones. But yes, gold dust. We'll start with that. It would not happen at the same day in all the churches. Mm -hmm. It would happen about, I don't know, the time it takes for someone to travel and visit and tell someone what they saw in one area. <laughs> and then it yeah. would suddenly start happening in another area. But in Toronto, you know, this stuff was happening. And Christians are either like, look how God's hand moves. He just loves us so much. He wants to show his strength and his love and all that shit to us. And then the other Christians say, that's false. That is not of God. They're in Satan's hands. They're deceived by Satan. Like there's no good middle glitter ground. You don't get, right. if you've had glitter at your church, you're either the utmost touched by God or the utmost trapped by Satan. Which is hilarious um, because both of those things are in the Bible, you know, like really, well, I mean, maybe not Jesus, but a burning bush. I don't know. That's, that's kind of yeah. a thing. So all of a sudden, mysterious things like that are looked down upon. Okay. Right. All right. Right. Why don't you because... fit the narrative? <laughs> Too. And they can't do a burning bush because of fire well, codes. Yeah, right. But believe me, <laughs> if they could, you know they would. Or if they could split water in half, they would. But they can't. So it's all these other things. Um, in 2008, during the Lakeland outpouring revival led by Todd Bentley. Is that Florida? There were more claims. Oh, that's they've invited you to their church. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there were more claims of gold dust and angel feathers. And again, you know, it's controversial. And that's the thing. When I look it up, I find so many blogs, so many even young Christian guys with their own YouTube saying, this is a hoax. This isn't of God. So it isn't just like non-Christian skeptics. It's Christians mm -hmm. making sure that they have to tell everyone that this is false. While you have the other people saying it's real. Can I right now tell you what it reminds me of? There is a lady who Please. is a lovely woman in our neighborhood, and she paints rocks. 
and she leaves them in sneaky places, like in yeah. a shrub. And the other day, she painted one just like Tiffany blue, and I thought, oh no, there's a bird egg, and it's not being tended to. And I go up, and it's one of her rocks. It's just, <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Like, somebody's sneaking in. I never see her put these rocks around. But... I, you know she's told her friend, I just love to bring little joy. Mm-hmm. And she probably calls it joy packages. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. yeah, the rock painting thing was like a big trend here a few years ago. And you'd find these fucking rocks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me... I didn't like it. It looked very artificial to me. So there. Agree. Uh, and it ruined nature. So back to Toronto Airport Christian Fellowship. <laughs> uh, they used to have a website called TAC.org. And when you go to that now, it's the Acorn Conservatory or something like that. It's about saving acorns. I don't know. So they... They're called something new, and I already forgot. It's like Fire for God Ministries or whatever. Because on the old website, they said they had photos. But I have found photos of this gold dust. But let me, let me continue on first and tell you more about it. So it was Wednesday evening, March 3rd. I think it was, was it 1998, I think. Excuse Wednesday is I a church look. night. It's still, exactly. it still is in my brain. Oh, it's Wednesday. Oh, it's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole gold dust phenomenon, supposedly, I think it started in Brazil and then it moved on and on. But what sort of happened is you'll see videos. It'll be maybe people in their own home with their prayer group. And someone will be rubbing someone's head and gold dust starts coming out. And then they get it on their hands and they're like, oh, look and look. And it's always something very, um, you know, I don't know. I would like to see someone holding their hands out and then me see the gold dust up here. But it's always got a little sleight of hand going. It's always got and a tube this... coming from their long sleeve shirt in 90 degree weather. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so it's funny because there's a, a whole website uh, that this family dedicates themselves to all of this. And they call it the, Shana- the Shekinah Glory Miracle in Our Generation. God showing himself through this glittery stuff and they say quote the particles are usually golden but Mm -hmm. also come in several colors ready yeah it's gonna blow your mind silver Silver. red (laughs) blue and green it's almost like they couldn't get straight gold glitter and they had to get the variety pack (laughs) and they were too lazy to pull all the gold pieces out so sometimes you got exactly what you can find at Party City. <laughs> it says they're similar in appearance to fine glitter or glitter makeup, and they range in size from very tiny, and it gives like whatever you mean the it particles is, to yeah, and it appears out of thin air. Now this guy at this website that I found, who bases his whole life on the this miracle. 
His name is Max, and he said he has watched the particles form at sea level at the beach and at 30,000 feet in the air as he was on a jet. I thought you were going to say, um, as he was on mushrooms. <laughs> and it says, you know, and it happens in all temperatures from well below freezing to 105 degrees, and they can be observed and photographed. But I'm just like, if, if, if gold dust appears at the beach, why aren't other people seeing this? Why, if people are looking out their window on a plane, why didn't we hear about a whole plane and the pilot going, there's gold dust? You know, what? Are they, how come only this are they possibly swarms of those tiny little bugs? If they're at the oh, beach. Oh, the natty things. Yes, I or understand. Or if I they're understand. on people, is it possibly dandruff? Mm, I'm going to show you some some photos, okay. and you can you can tell me. Um, but this supernatural sar- sparkling substance is to try and help to bring the lost to Christ, according to this person, or encourage. Christians to know that signs and wonders are still for our time. And the people who, the family who loves this glitter stuff, said that it first appeared on their floor, their walls, and their doors and door frame in an unfinished bathroom that Max at the time was using as a prayer closet. (laughs) The unusual (laughs) particles... Next began to form on Max, his wife Sherry, and their daughter. Then the substance spread to their entire home, their cars, their shop, their office, their employees, like everyone that they saw. And eventually thousands of people supposedly witnessed that Jesus Christ was doing this miracle. Have you ever seen what termites do? (laughs) Have you ever seen what fucking glitter does? (laughs) When you're just like, you got a little on you, it's getting everywhere. And it's the thing that you can't get off. Yeah. So let me show you. I'm going to share my screen with you. All right, while you're doing that, let me tell you that yesterday I was in Old Navy in the checkout line and and passed right by a little mirror that was the height of my forehead, and I had a big dot of glitter right in the middle of my forehead. That's not glitter, Bonnie. I know. You doubt so easily. Now I know. And God only because you're a sinner just gave you one. One. Just a single one. So here's one guy. Um... That you can sort of see it on his face there. Yeah. Yeah, and in his hair. What do you think? It looks like... Yeah. It looks like gold glitter makeup that, like, you know, um, a young singer would put on themselves on stage. You mean like drag? We can't no, talk about no, that. no. But yeah, so it's showing this. Now, if you're like, I'm a Christian, I believe in God, look what God has done. Wouldn't you be like ripped off? Well, because 
one, you got to get that shit off. I mean, it, Bonnie's looking at it. Right. It's This is pretty fine gold dust. Mm-hmm. Um, and God seemed to use different kinds of gold dust. Bethel got more the glitter-looking gold dust. This mm-hmm. guy got like a, a really fine powder, yeah. annoying one that's not going to come off. So if you get that, and it says, aren't you like... <laughs> Aren't you upset that God chose to do that as a miracle rather than, you know, healing your sick mother or, you know, <laughs> helping you with bills or whatever? Yeah. You're just like, I got gold dust. God gave me something that I have to wash off and then throw my clothes in the laundry before I go to work. Awful. And, you know, it wouldn't even come off there. So then they go sit at work, and then it's there, and then someone's like, there's gold dust. That's God. It it just, it's a very convenient one. Your God dust is now on my other clothes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) My church clothes can get dusty with gold. So we asked our followers, if anyone has experienced all this brouhaha in their church, let us know right in. And so Anna wrote in, my church was so hyped about the Toronto blessing. So we'd have marathon church services Sundays, begging God for revival at our church every Sunday. 12 year old me was busy waging spiritual war with an intense ribbon dance in the corner (laughs) that I hoped would also impress my crush Noah. My mom and her friends, exactly, were also fighting off demons with their two-handed flag-waving while singing in tongues, robobaka shaka kanana dalaya, etc. Oh, my God. It had been like four hours, Bonnie. You could not. No. You couldn't. No. Yeah. Of post-church service worship. So we started wrapping it up. And I was sitting by my crush, Mm. Noah, I guess, when my mom's friend screamed, gold dust, hallelujah, and all hell, or heaven, broke (laughs) loose. Middle-aged men and women all over the ground picking up sparkly gold flakes, crying and praying. We were so excited. God had heard our prayers. We started sticking the gold to clear tape to save it. Mom was calling all our friends. The music started up again. Then Noah leaned under a pew and took out the flags my mom had been waving there half an hour earlier and said, don't you think the gold dust could be coming from these flags covered with gold glitter? Oh, my God. Someone came over and took the flags and put them away and told him not to question his elders. (laughs) The worship went on for hours longer. That was the day little baby skeptic Anna was born. Good. And that's the thing, because I would get glitter, uh, especially even 10 years ago, when they didn't know how to put any kind of lacquer over glitter. If you got anything... That had glitter on it. It was on your hands. Oh, yeah. This one's from someone named Katie. I worked in children's ministry at a mid-sized Pentecostal church for about seven years before deconstructing and leaving. One summer, the very self-righteous men's prayer group started noticing, quote, gold dust all over the halls of the church and excitedly started telling others about how anointed the church building was 
and calling for more prayer meetings. Some people came to pray, but the majority of the more devoted church attendees had been busily volunteering at the pirate-themed VBS Vacation Bible School every morning. Um, every morning that week. So they were too tired to return for the prayer meetings at night. After a full week of perpetual gold dust on all the walkways, meeting rooms, and chairs in the entire building, the janitors were the ones to realize that it was just chunky gold glitter from the VBS crafts that the kids had carried (laughs) all over the building. To each activity station. Yeah. A few years later, there were rumors of gold dust coming from the men's group again, and more all-church prayer gatherings ensued. Due to being part of the church staff, I was unfortunately required to attend, but could usually sit in the back and just zone out until it was time to go home without being caught. In parentheses, also important to note that at this time, I had a penchant for wearing sparkly makeup every day. Yeah, that's Before what that guy I could dash like. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I could dash out the door one night, one of the elders stopped me, gasped, and incredulously said, Your face is covered in gold dust. To which I responded, It's just my sparkling personality with a hair flip. The elder did not find this amusing, so I tried to explain it was just makeup. He immediately turned on his heels and walked away in disbelief, not sure if that's because he still thinks I was anointed and lacking faith or because a woman talked back to him at church. Yeah. (sighs) Let me tell you which one it was. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, All right. This one is from Drew. I actually have two stories. My first experience with this was when I was a child. I went to a two to three hundred person non-denominational church. It was the 90s. A lady came to our church and said gold oil was flowing out of her hair. Her hair? She would jar it. (laughs) Oh, she would jar it. Gross. She would jar it and anoint people with it. I also distinctly remember that she kept it in the trunk of her car. Of course. I don't remember. Don't I don't remember much. Your head gooch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember much more detail about this event, but it is still brought up in that congregation frequently. I was also present during two or three gold dust, quote, glory clouds at Bethel Church. Here we go. Okay, glory anything always makes me think dirty thoughts. <laughs> like glory clouds. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm waiting for because you, you promised me clouds and all I have right now is like particles stuck on flesh. So I wanna, And we're going right. to get, we're going to, you're going to see okay. how gold transforms. I was in the school of ministry there and consequently in conversion therapy. I am so sorry. That's another story. Wow. I was in an overflow room on the main campus and people started screaming in awe. So many of us ran over to see what it was. Sure enough, just by the air vents, there was this billowing cloud of gold dust. 
It would go from side to side of the stage, always closest to the air vent. I was maybe 19, and I was shooketh. People (laughs) were laying down in the shape of a cross, basking in it. Some were opening their Bibles and Uh collecting it. Sure. One lady had her baby under it. When it stopped, Bill Johnson, yeah, I got it right, have had some messages about how these are, quote, signs that make you wonder. Get it? Signs and wonder, but then they wonder. Well, they and make how you he had no explanation. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to come back to when he says that he had no explanation for it. I feel it's important to note that if the, quote, glory cloud ever happened again, it was in much, much smaller proportions. I never attempted to see if it was just when the air kicked on. I wish I had. (laughs) For a while, (laughs) I believed this was real. It felt so good to be part of something that God was so evidently blessing. And then I saw the people who would come from all over the world to be healed from terrible terminal illnesses. Why would God prioritize gold over life? Answer, he is just and good. What the fuck? (laughs) Then during my second year, I was leading worship at the Civic Center, which Bethel bought or leased for their school and conferences. The building is completely concrete. While leading worship, drips of water started coming from the ceiling and onto the stage. <laughs> okay. The pastors <laughs> were in awe of it. No. And so were we. <laughs> no. Touching. Anointing ourselves with it. No. Also important note, it was raining outside. <laughs> It was a torrential downpour, and it hadn't rained in Redding for weeks, maybe even months. So that alone was a miracle. But when this leak occurred, we couldn't question if it was a leak. The other students would get extremely defensive if I pointed out that concrete is porous. (laughs) Oh, I bet. You can question this. Let me show you. Oh, my you God. Do? You do? Why? Because you're a doubter? You're a terrible, terrible no, doubter? No, it's okay to question things. The uh, The opposite of questioning is assuming that you know and and uh. assuming you know how God works. Like, So that's even worse if you don't question. So there. Listen, you're just Logic doubting you. Tamisia. Logic to you. Yeah. So the interesting part, when it talks about that Bill Johnson and some other people, they, all the pastors would say, we don't know what this means. Mm-hmm. This, we just, let's just take it as what it is, which is this incredibly um, smart and subtle way to, one, not misinterpret, and in case it's proven false because... People saw it in the air vents. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that people have claimed that, yeah, it was coming from the air vents, but whatever. Um, They can get out of all of it. And the other thing is it makes it more special almost when you say, we don't know, God is just showing his love. It makes it like this cloak saying that everyone can experience rather than he's saying he's coming soon or this signifies wealth or this, you know, they get to get out of that part. Bonnie is just shaking her head. Well, because they don't even get to say that's him showing his love. No, that's 
that's putting words in his mouth. That's making these assumptions. No. Mm-mm. That they're making not making assumptions on what they made happen. So there are pictures of people who have like a Bible and just a handful of gold dust in the middle, like they just opened it. Yeah. And maybe they did, and maybe someone put it in there. Yeah. But you can see it all over <laughs> the maybe internet, it, maybe and nothing is ever. Yeah. And I think, you know, people were obviously also bringing some because they wanted people to believe and all that. So I think everyone was sort of gauging it up. But you say, Bonnie, oh, gold dust, it's useless. What does it do for anyone? Really, I said that. Well, then how about, I've got to see your face for this one. Gold fillings. Yeah, sure. How about if you are just praising the Lord and your fillings turn to gold and every once in a while you get a gold cap on a front tooth? That doesn't happen. Right there. That's right. Bullshit. It happened. It did not. It happened. It <sighs> So, it happened as I was laying you. in this chair in my dentist's office. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep and felt funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I'm sorry to tell you that this was a real set of miracles that happened. It was, again, Wednesday, March 3rd, 1999. Another Wednesday? We're at the Toronto airport. <laughs> the airport church. <laughs> what are we going to call the church? <laughs> and they could pick... They could pick the chicken or the fish, but that night, something, God brought brought something else. Miracles were happening to God's people's teeth. By Thursday evening, over 50 people were on the platform there at the church testifying that they had gold and sometimes bright silver fillings or crowns, which they believed supernaturally appeared in their mouths after they had been at a prayer conference there. Many receive one, two, three, or more. And in some cases, Mm -hmm. someone with really crappy teeth had up to 10 changed fillings. Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. Uh, So uh, the Sunday night conference, there were 198 people. It went up to 300 people who were testifying that they got gold fillings. The leadership even encouraged them to verify the miracle with dentists. <laughs> and in some, <laughs> and it, it's surprising, but many, <laughs> many dentists were reticent to oh. explain how <laughs> it changed. Um, and in a few cases, dentists were able to show from their records that the gold was put in their mouths previously by said dentist. Yeah. <laughs> and these people were had apparently forgotten, which, you know, <laughs> I think people are genuine in wanting a belief, getting caught up yes. in all this emotion, opening their mouth, forgetting that they <laughs> had gold in there and are like, oh, yeah. look at that. 
it said that after this conference, like delegates went home and dental miracles surprisingly began to happen to some of their friends and family. Dental miracles. (laughs) That's what it's called. Okay. Okay. And to people who are watching the conference on videotape. Mm. There were reports of people's feelings turning bright silver, which I mean... Those exist. Brushed well. Mm Mm-hmm. Or gold in South Africa, Australia, England, Mexico, Canada, USA. The excitement was electric with the news. Mm -hmm. And the church kept saying, you know, go ahead, go to your dentist and ask. And, of course, Mm -hmm. um, that, that had a few issues with it. Four out of five dentists agree. <laughs> this filling was in your mouth before. Exactly. So it probably could have started in South Africa. There was um, John and Carol Arnott had a meeting in Pretoria, South Africa, and they had several people reporting their gold fillings. And almost everyone stood to their feet. They prayed. And, of course, like 20 people were like, wait a minute, I have it too. And this just kept going. But the excitement happened. So then, of course, people come to the church yeah, and are all excited about it. Hold on. I'm getting the feeling that this is a trick to get people to come to church or to come to your church. You are, yeah. Or to avoid the dentist. (laughs) Others reported gradual changes occurring in the color. Mm -hmm. See, that's what I want to see. I want to see picture, picture, as it, you know. Um, And healing of diseases of the mouth. That I am concerned about in the first place. I don't think so. (laughs) Ready? And sometimes some of the gold teeth that appeared were etched with designs. One had a lily with several crosses. Because that's what God loves to do. He loves to give you a gold grill (laughs) with a bit of (coughs) bling sketching. (laughs) With finely detailed sketching. Okay. I love the reports (sighs) because I found all these blogs and they're so earnest. So I'm going to read this with a straight face. One woman who had suffered for years with swollen gums as a result of gingivitis reported that her gums had returned to normal. (laughs) There you go. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, Let's see. It also is just chance that I brushed my teeth more frequently. Yeah, because I'm paying attention. I'm looking in there, and if I've got to open my mouth to the whole damn congregation... I better have some, you know, fresh teeth. <laughs> and people were saying, uh, here are some, some quotes. I was, you know, asking God, Holy Spirit, to come. And the miracle started happening. And then I got a gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy because you open your mouth and everyone has their cameras looking at your mouth. So I can't wait to brush my teeth and look at my gold tooth. <laughs> this is the, the human. Funny thing, 
a lot of the people that they showed were wearing glasses. I'm like, why doesn't he just fix her eyesight? The dentist and the ophthalmologist got together. <laughs> They're being run out of town. Uh, okay. The human brain um, is interesting. I think is it's all we can conclude from our entire <laughs> uh, library of episodes. <laughs> I, I know. I think it's you know. Uh, I don't want to say mass. Uh, you know, group dynamics, and you feel it in church all the time, and at rock concerts, and sometimes in nature. But there you go. So let me read you from the L.A. Times. In the heart of Sacramento Valley, where 49ers flocked to mine a mother load of riches 150, 150 years ago, Christian believers are proclaiming a new and godly gold rush. The Holy Spirit, they claim, is miraculously transforming porcelain crowns and silver fillings into gold. Never mind that they can't seem to prove it. <laughs> Disregard. <laughs> Disregard the dental records that contradict some of their claims. The reports of divine dentistry have taken on a life of their own as they rapidly spread on the Internet and in evangelical media, stirring up a frenzy of excitement through churches in California and worldwide. From Seattle to Springfield to Texas, Brazil, Britain, believers are hailing the transformed teeth, the appearance <laughs> of gold dust, and a host of other proclaimed miracles as a powerful, quote, move of God. Did that say Britain? Yes, it said Britain. Don't even. <laughs> Have you not seen all the gold teethies in Britain? But so they also asked dentists, you know, what do you think? Here's this gold yeah. stuff. And, of course, one dentist said, why wouldn't God just turn the fillings into tooth? <laughs> I'm like, exactly. Well, if, you're, if you're the great physician, the great dental ontologist, uh, why aren't you healing? Why... What the fuck with the gold teeth? Because God has themes. He does. It's like a, it's a trend. So we've got... It is. It is. It's very trendy. So we've got uh, the gold dust. Then it gets solidified into... Teeth. Fillings. Okay, fillings. L let me, let me uh, dot quickly on angel feathers. So feathers started to appear... At different churches, I watched an African church service, which is very triggering, but I watched it on YouTube, and just a woman in the audience at the end, the preacher goes up to, and she holds open a, a sweaty hand of mush, like chicken feather, <laughs> and he's like, look at this, God has given us feathers. What is very unique <laughs> is that these feathers were different according to region. So in Africa, it was accessible chicken feather. In America, it is always like the feather that you buy all nice and shiny at Party City or, <laughs> or wherever at Michael's. And people said they would open their Bible and the feather was there. 
I'm like, well, then let's check the Bibles on the way in. Let's check it for all this gold <laughs> dust, all this gold. There was gold leaf in one person's <laughs> thing, like gold foil. Let's check it. And then that, that would be a miracle. Maybe it's the gold. Maybe the gold dust is from the edges of the Bible. Because all the edges of my Bible pages were gold. You're, you're actually trying to say maybe it was happenstance. When I am saying it was pre-planned, but that's very kind (laughs) of you that you're, you're throwing a bone to these people. So here's a woman from Bethel. Uh She quote said, it was a Friday night, almost midnight. And I got out of bed to go to the restroom one last time before I went to sleep. You know, we don't need all this detail, but it's sweet. It's nice. We can feel like we're there. And as I passed the bathroom mirror, I noticed something in my hair. Oh, God. My thoughts were, oh, my, what's this? That's my favorite Wow, thanks. Let me tell you what my thoughts were, because you're not going to believe what I thought. As I looked more closely in the mirror, I noticed it was a white feather. Wait, this is an angel feather. Wait. So, um... Wait, Jan. And where in the Bible does it tell us that angels even have feathers? You know, I I am not sure about that one. I do know that it drives me crazy when people, if especially young people die and they say, well, they're an angel now. I'm like, where in the hell is that in the Bible? But um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess Gabriel and the Archangel Michael are pretty bald if they have feathers, because they start appearing everywhere. Hmm. Um, The lady said, I remember rushing out of the bathroom, and as I went over to my husband's side of the bed, I pointed to the feather in my hair and said, do you see this? There's a feather in my hair. This has to be an angel feather. Right after that, my husband jokingly said, well, there is another one on the floor in the bathroom, and it's been there since Wednesday. (laughs) And she said, Wednesday? And I haven't noticed it. What the hell? Why did she not see it? And why'd the husband just see a feather and leave it there? Okay. This brings up so many things about the way men and women behave. And what is going on in the house right. that you wouldn't notice, um, you know, livestock debris. Um, remember, this feather has appeared in my hair, showed up around midnight that appeared on a Friday night. So the first feather appeared unbeknownst to me two days prior. What really stood out to me was that the floor where the feather was had no rug. It happened to be in the bathroom stall where, ironically, I hadn't decorated. I say ironically because I love to decorate, but the only things in this area were the toilet, (laughs) toilet paper, and the blinds of the window. Mm -hmm. This is detailed. When I found the feather in my hair, a little thought came to my mind, whether it could have been a feather from my pillow, because (laughs) after all... I was lying in a bed before noticing, but after this experience, two feathers released in a couple of days. I knew something was up, and indeed, it was from that time on, angel feathers started appearing on a regular and consistent basis. 
Sometimes when I would go into my prayer room and then come out, a feather would be lying on the floor. Or I would go upstairs and look down on the hardwood floors. There would be a feather. Yeah. There would be times that I would be cleaning the kitchen and feathers would be in the pile after sleeping. And I'd gratefully pick them up. They had they purchased day after day. new pillows that were kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she was excited. She sent pictures and videos to, like, her prayer partners. And she said, you know, there was definitely a purpose in every feather she found. And it is like seeing meaning in everything. One, I would be like, there's a dead bird in the house or Mm -hmm. the feather pillows or, you know, something is happening that can be explained. But I just remember our old English teacher who talked about his wife had a bouffant hairdo (laughs) and one time a crow flew into her hair and got stuck for a minute. I'm like, there there are plenty of good explanations for the feathers. So the last gift of the spirit, I think, is the most special. And I did know someone who believed in this and thought that it happened. This is now the gemstones. And I'm not just talking the righteous gemstones on HBO, but I bet this is where they got the name. So gemstones were appearing at different places uh, in different churches. And once again, not all on the same day. It was very convenient that someone would open their Bible or someone would look on the floor. And there would be, from a bedazzler, bedazzler gun, there would be like a little pink or a little red ruby or a this or a that. And I know of people who believed this, and one person said it's true and sent a picture because on the bottom of her shoe where all the treads are, there was like a smushed-in rhinestone. Uh Uh-huh. And so she was saying that's real, but my kids were about the same age as the kids in her house, and I was stepping on freaking you know, one pierced earring that was on the ground right. stuck in the rug all the time. But I'm like, I'm not going to be dazzled things just losing their stones. But then it started happening more in the churches. Mm-hmm. So there was something, someone, some being that was like, you know what you deserve now? Some, some fake stones. Um, Let me go back to, remember the guy who had a prayer closet in an unfinished bathroom and there was gold particles all over? And he ended up sending what he had found to like a, you know, a person who looks at that stuff, looks (laughs) at the gold dust. And other people had sent this gold dust stuff to experts. All of them came back saying... Sorry. Yes. They, yeah, they actually went and took it to jewelers and stuff. And all of them said, this is glitter. Not one of them said it was real (laughs) gold material. But now we have these gemstones appearing. 
I'm going to try and play this for you. We're going to have to share the screen, your favorite. And this is from a news thing who are talking about this guy who is going and traveling to different places. And he had this whole gemstone miraculously following him to wherever he conducted meetings. And he was a preacher. And his thing was he would spit them out of his mouth. I'm looking at your face again. Would so he? Enjoy the full, <laughs> full part of that. So just for, think of a 60-year-old man uh, spitting a gemstone into your hand. That's fun. And so the, a news crew heard that, that this guy was in town in Georgia. So they went undercover. Oh, and God. they went there. And I'm just going to play oh, you God. some of it. <laughs> Let me get this up. I can imagine the people who were assigned this story. He's an ex-con who claims to travel to heaven once a week to talk to the dead. People give his ministry thousands of dollars each year. Yeah, and topping it all off, the traveling preacher routinely spits out gemstones that he claims come from God. Well, Fox 5 team reporter Randy Travis discovered despite <laughs> how it all looks and sounds, plenty of Georgians and at least one famous musician have been active followers of Fred Williams Ministries. Right? Right, Ruthen, so today, when we first heard about Fred Williams, the first thought was, you've got to be kidding. Then we heard Williams was bringing his ministry to Winder. So our next thought was, we've got to go undercover to see this for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Williams is preaching to the converted. God's going to change the way he does signs and wonders with us. Woo! Signs and wonders seem to be everywhere in this winder home. And Feathers that seem to miraculously appear from angels on high. Aren't they pretty? Blue sapphire dust suddenly appears on his neck. Is it on me? Yes! They're Glory. pink! Glory. Pieces of gold leaf that pop out of a Bible. Isn't that wonderful? Wow, that's amazing. And the big finale... Oh, my God. <clears throat> what you'll soon see pop out... Oh. A Fred Williams mouth. She came out of my ear one time. Oh my word. Out of my hair. Yeah. Out of my hands. The Fred Williams ministry started a few years ago in South Carolina. That's also where Williams served time in the night. Oh no. So far, did he pull what it out of his head? Did you see the gold leaf that yeah. was in the Bible that yeah. just was like a big thing of foil? Yeah, I also see a picture of a tiger on his wall, which just reminds well, me of he's the pillow visiting. guy. He's, <laughs> right, he's visiting. So let's pop in and see if we can see the gemstones. Oh, God. 1990s for forgery and receiving stolen goods. He tells his followers prison is where he I found salvation and turned his, his life around. <laughs> Search YouTube and you can find plenty of videos like this one with Williams laying hands on his frenetic followers and another showing the excitement of finding gemstones. Okay, let me bring this to... Now we have the doubters talking, but let's go back, and I'm going to keep going. Are you recording this? Okay, good. Good. <laughs> Most of his followers were older, but oh, one God. man stood out. Brian Welch. Jared He's the Leno. lead guitarist of the heavy metal band Korn. Multiple people tell us Welch is a regular at Williams Weekend Prayer Sessions and has donated money. He would not answer our questions about how much he's contributed to the ministry, but in a statement, Welch said... 
I plan on writing my fourth book about all my traditional and sometimes very non-traditional global faith adventures. I will address a couple of these wild Atlanta meetings that I visited a few times and will not be returning in the book. Wild is right. Yeah, so uh, keep your eyes open. Williams pulled our undercover producer out of the crowd, cleared his throat, and this happened. Oh, my God. He, he just spit something in her hand, out. and it's this giant, like, glass gem. Oh, oh my. No. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Isn't that gorgeous? Beautiful. <laughs> so here's what Fred Williams spit out. A sparkling yellow-green gemstone. But if this came from heaven, the oh creator must God. be partial to costume jewelry. Different experts told us this is actually... Cubic zirconia, a gem made by man. In fact, mm. those experts told us various Chinese manufacturers like these sell the same gemstone for as little as 78 cents each. These gemstones that you say come down from heaven. Yeah. You really believe well, that? I, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't say that. They come down from heaven, amen. I don't say that. They just appear out of heaven, amen. They don't come from, say, China? Uh, oh my God. I don't believe they do. I believe they come from heaven. So what about those expert opinions that his heaven-sent gems are really cheap knockoffs? I think that you can't take something from a heavenly realm and, <laughs> and do a worldly test on an earthly test and expect to get a worldly answer. Amen. So you're saying there's no way to prove you're a fraud? I oh believe God. Holy Spirit is the one who, t who leads people into all truth, and people have to decide for themselves. Why would a man 67 years old, like I am, want to try He's... to dupe somebody just for a dollar and tell them that it's from the Lord? Why would somebody want to do that? Well, it's not just a dollar. You know how much you made last year through your ministry, right? <gasps> uh, I think I do. According to their own tax returns, in the last three years, the nonprofit Fred Williams Ministries collected nearly a quarter million dollars in donations. I'm not accepted by the church status quo, you know, uh, and I understand that because nobody's teaching the same thing I'm teaching. Nobody's experiencing some of the same things I'm experiencing. Let me tell you, I think it's easier to hang out with people who think that you're awesome and trick them and get some fake jewels into their hands by spitting them than doing a hard day's work to get $250,000 in a year. Absolutely. And I am not That's opposed to that. We are trying to work that out right now, how to make that happen. I... Was I could stretch that into two years, too. If I got yeah. 250 for one year, I could make that last another year. I know. And so <laughs> that's exactly, I mean, I love that this news show did it. And we are not seeing anything <sighs> authenticated. I think Bethel also had the gemstones Toronto did. I know some churches overseas that did. And a lot of people would take those and then... They sent one to Texas A&M gemologist guy, and he said, no, this is, you know, glass or whatever, cubic zirconia. And they, yeah. again, also did this with the gold dust, and you're just like, obviously. And people will still say, well, it doesn't matter if they're real or not. It's God showing his stuff. But it interested me when I saw... It does matter. It matters. You matter. You're enough. Um, it interested me when I saw Brian Welch from Corn. So I just looked him up and 
Uh, we're not going to do a whole thing on him. He has too many dreadlocks for that. But I didn't realize that he had uh, had an experience with God and became a Christian at the height of his drug abuse, and that is what helped get him out. And then he left the band Corn, and then he rejoined. And I don't know if what he writes about in his books is... I know that he said he regrets how he acted when he first became a Christian because he was so zealous and so over the top. Mm-hmm. And he hates people that were like him, shoving Jesus in everyone's faces and believing in all these miracles. Right. So who knows if his you know book is about look at the charlatans and all that. I have no idea. Well, something that I say also is impressive. That that was his fourth book, I think they mentioned. Like, he has taken the time and the effort to write four books. You're shaming me because I'm still working on my book. I understand. Maybe if I had taken drugs too, Bonnie, (laughs) but I have not. Um, Yeah, so I don't know exactly. Wait, let me just also pause and mention... I need to pause and mention that the house they were in where they said it was Winder, Georgia. Yeah. That is probably now considered the metropolitan Atlanta area. Really? It's not even as far as Athens where I was in school and it took an hour to get from Athens to Atlanta. So it's like maybe 40 minutes away. Right. It's definitely like part of what we consider a bigger kind of metropolitan city. Yeah. And this guy was traveling through. don't think people are going to fall for that. Yes, they are. But also, what do do we like? We like capitalism. We like money. And all these things are seen as the most expensive, rarest things. Between the gold, between, not the feathers, those are cheap-ass the angels suck uh between gold and between gemstones this is like the riches of god and god owns everything so he's just showing you well teeth teeth are valuable in themselves because as my grandmother said (laughs) if you aren't what was it oh if you aren't true to your teeth they'll be false to you so they have to be cared for (laughs) But the whole thing... Can I have that on a bumper sticker? Yeah. This one woman said that she was praying at one of these churches when all this was happening and that her skin was itching and then she looked down. Of course it was. I know. She's allergic to it. But when she looked down, she saw a cross etched in her skin. And I'm like... So that's yeah, two etchings you've mentioned. <laughs> I know. And wouldn't that be from scratching? Because you're itching. Yeah. And why would God <laughs> hurt his children by making you itch or feel uncomfortable? I don't Here's know. Here's the thing. You can't question God. You can't question why he would do things uh, like gold dust related, gold particles, mm-hmm. and you can't say why would he hurt you because he kills people all the time. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I don't like it. All yeah. of this is just nutballs. So 
I know that it's pretty crazy, but he hasn't been showing up with a lot of the feathers, the gold dust recently. That seemed to have a day and time. Really? Like you said, before <laughs> rampant uh, social media and good focusing cameras. But yeah, it, it some of those things still do happen in areas where they don't maybe have access to that in some smaller villages and things like that and some African countries. But as far as Redding, California, that has dropped off. Good. Yeah, coincidence or God's timing? Well, it's also happening in places where they make you put your cell phones in a pouch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just, you know... God, he likes to act in secret. Um, Satan can do all these showy things Mm -hmm. and get, you know, (laughs) influence all the logos on all our products and, you know, be demonic on Rihanna in the halftime show. But God, he likes to be subtle and he likes to give people something, one, they didn't ask for, two, they didn't need, and three, is worthless when it is taken to a professional. Um... It's just his ways are higher. That's it. (laughs) So is this all in a documentary that I can watch? Um, No, but I forgot. Thank you so much for reminding me. I think that I uh, need to have more um, storage. But there was a guy who wrote a book called Gemstones from Heaven. His name is Glenn Smith, and you can find it on Amazon, and it has eight ratings, and people say, this is a great book about gemstones. That's what the the reviews are. He later, I guess, was running or doing something for a town he was in where he was becoming a deputy, and he came out and admitted Mm -hmm. that he had lied. And it says in the Covington Reporter. When you only sell eight books, it's easy to admit you lied. Exactly. Um, It says Maple Valley Deputy Mayor Glenn Smith, Deputy Mayor Glenn Smith, admits to planting gemstones at Phoenix religious meeting. So when he was running, it says questions and concerns surrounded that and the critical issues on a January 2008 incident in Phoenix where Smith finally admitted he, quote, seeded gemstones or planted them there. So, yeah, that, I mean, other people have come forth and all that, but once you realize you've started lying to people for that, then it's pretty easy for that to come back around and bite you in the butt when you want to do something else. And he said, now I see lots of miracles. And this was just a personal failing of mine. But God does do miracles. Anyway. (laughs) So if any other things happen... um, Just a personal failing of mine. (laughs) Right. If God makes ukuleles appear or does just something off the wall... I'll report back. Yeah. Well, thanks, I guess. Exactly. I personally think that a lot of times when they put things in your brain like that, 
it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. the feathers haven't been around or right. glittery things haven't been around. It's that you aren't noticing them. It's like when you get a new car and all of a sudden you start realizing, oh, there's another person with a Ford. There's another person with a Ford. It's just what you start putting on a certain plane of your brain to start being aware of. Right. So I will let you know how many feathers and and gold things and butterflies that I see (laughs) next week. Well, the funny thing is I'm in the studio with also a, a little Christmas tree flocked in fake snow and silver. So... Who knows? I might be blessed very soon, and yeah. it'll take forever to get off. Yeah, but when, when the air kicks in, uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't be a ship pile, and and all those lovely things. And we'll see you on the social media. Keep your gemstones in your mouth. No spitting them out. <laughs> Bye. 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 People are just idiots.